0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to episode 214 of The Mom Hour. I'm Sarah Powers here, as always, with Megan Francis. Hey, Megan. Hey, Sarah. So it is time to go to the beach and the pool. It is. Have you done these things yet? Yeah, the summer. I've
1: been to the beach once. So you have to understand that in Michigan, summer (laughs) takes a long time to get going. And in early June in particular, like, summer's really just an idea. Yeah. It doesn't, I mean, it's, and this year has been particularly rainy and chilly, so, and gray. Um, But I think we're going to slide on into beach season starting very soon.
0: Well, interestingly, if you live near the coast in California, June is also notoriously gray. It's not Mm. hot. Inland, it gets hot. But um, I have been to the pool with my kids maybe exactly twice so far. And the beach, not like a true beach day yet. We went tide pooling and sometimes we'll go down and just go for a walk, but not the kind Mm -hmm. of beach day you're packing up for. And that's what we're talking about today. So this topic was suggested by longtime listener, Michelle. Um, who lives in the northeast. And it was funny, she posted this in our Facebook group like in, I want to say it was like February. And she was like, I'm just tired of winter. I want to start planning for <laughs> how to take my toddler to the beach this summer. And it started this great discussion about like those wagons that you can haul and like yeah. the, the beach chairs that go on your back. And we thought, okay, this is definitely an episode, but let's wait until we're in it. Because sometimes with you and I, if we're talking about products and tips. It's really hard in March to remember all those things yeah, you bring exactly. to the Yeah, exactly.
1: And new stuff will come up on a horizon, you know, Absolutely. as season approaches. So. Absolutely.
0: So we're kind of keeping this fairly narrowly defined to your day trips to the beach or the pool. There's lots of other accessories that go along with summer. And actually last year we did a great episode on clothes and shoes for kids in the summer. And that's like kind of a nice pairing with this one. But today we're kind of sticking close to those day trips to the beach and the pool. And I should say also that all of the products we mentioned plus a whole lot more that we won't probably get time for that were, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of suggested by members of our Facebook group. We're going to put all of those in the show notes. So look for the links in the show notes. And we'll also throw together a blog post and put those in our Amazon store. So we'll make sure the show notes will be where to find all that stuff and we'll make it easy on you guys. So don't worry about it.
1: Sarah, we both know this time of year can be crazy. So this is a great time to get ahead with no prep, no mess meals from our sponsor factor.
0: Bionic sandals, sneakers, and flats all offer incredible support, stability, and cushioning. And every pair comes with a 30-day risk-free trial, so it's easy to try them out.
1: Use code THEMOMHOUR15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at BionicShoes.com when you log into your account. That's a one-time use only. Bionic Shoes, wearable well-being for your feet. Okay, so what is one of the things that we do at the beach or the pool. <laughs> we sit.
0: Do we though? If we have a ton of little kids, do we
1: ever You try sit? to sit. That's yes. the goal. So it's kind of funny to me that so many of the things that we bring to the beach and the pool are sort of centered around this idea of sitting and relaxing. And then you bring <laughs> a toddler and you realize that is not the case. But I am in the, a phase of my life where sitting is a
0: real thing. At the I am beach. too, and, actually. And more yeah. recently, but I definitely am too.
1: And some babies and toddlers really stay put. Like you dig a hole in the sand and stick them in it and they just kind of stay there. So there is, there is opportunity to sit. Well, (laughs) let me say this too.
0: Even if you are like have a nursing baby and a two-year-old and you spend most of your beach or pool time running around with someone pulling your bathing suit bottoms down, the moment you get to sit, you will want to be comfortable. That's the other thing. I have tried to nurse a baby at the beach and not had like a, so anyway, it's worth it's worth sitting on something comfortable. So let's yeah, get, let's get into that. I feel like um you have a thought about chairs. I actually have not found beach chairs that I love. So you go first on this.
1: Well, I mean, here's what I'm going to say. Beach chairs, they're all kind of the same to me. Like okay. I have not found one that I like. I'm Gaga over, um, but I did finally decide to stop searching for the perfect pool chair, or a beach chair because I just needed a beach chair, mm-hmm. and it's way better to have a beach or chair at the beach than to not have one. So, a couple of things for me: they had to be easy to carry. There are the Tommy Bahama ones that like go on your back as a backpack. Mm-hmm. Um, I opted for a different brand because, and we'll link them up in the show notes, but they were just a little bit cheaper. They're uh, King Camp is the brand, okay, and they're like a sling back, so they're really comfy. They fold down really easy, which is important for me because I am terrible at folding things <laughs> like like folding chairs are always a mystery to me. So I get there and I'm like, what? I don't understand what like I sometimes struggle. Yeah, like way longer than I should. Um, and these and they have a cup holder and then they pack down and that you put them in a bag that you could just carry over your shoulder, which isn't quite as comfortable ergonomically as a backpack, but it's a little more versatile um, and like the kids can carry them pretty easily yeah. not super heavy. Um, I actually didn't get these for the beach. The interesting thing is I had had another beach chair that I lost like in a move somewhere okay. and just didn't replace and didn't replace and didn't replace. And then I was going to a concert like in an outdoor venue where you basically have to have a chair or you're going to be sitting on a blanket the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'm just getting old. But yeah, like, yeah, we that's are <laughs> very uncomfortable uh-huh. after a while. So I bought these for this concert and then ended up really liking them. Yeah. So, yeah, they're, they're simple, you know, but they get the job done.
0: I love it. I, I really need to, we have camp chairs, which are the more upright traditional, like, and, and when we feel like we need some at the beach, we've brought them, but they're really not for the beach. There's a difference between camp chairs and beach chairs. And I've just, well, you got to be low to the ground
1: and then you like your legs can kind of stretch out and you can have drinks in the sand if you want. Like you just have more access to the ground. It's just better.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, Well, I have a couple of thoughts on things to sit on that aren't chairs. Um, So one is the JJ Cole outdoor blanket. It is a picnic blanket. Technically it's water resistant. I, I wouldn't say it's meant for the beach, but I bring it to the beach. It is indestructible. I've had it for 11 years because I got it when Allegra was a baby. Um, it does that thing where it folds up and then has a strap, the the blanket yep. itself. Um, I've washed it. I have actually washed it heavy-duty style in the washing machine before, but more often I hose it off, and it's so water resistant that it'll just dry in the sun. It so it feels clean. It just doesn't feel like it gets that groatiness of some yeah. blankets. And it's also great for eating on because you can wipe it right off if somebody spills. So it just kind of has this, yeah, it's a durable picnic blanket, but we do bring ours to the beach. And, you know, when we sit at the beach, we don't have like one perfect beach blanket. We usually have that picnic blanket. And then my kids sit on towels. They kind of like having mm-hmm. their own real estate. Um, so we have a lot of pottery barn kids towels that we've been gifted over the years and they work great so we're not like yeah we're just generally spreading out towels and then this one blanket I do really like
1: um I have a my friend Missy has a towel or a blanket very similar to that that she takes to sporting events and every time I see her with one I think why am I not as smart as Missy to bring something like this to a sporting event because it does like if you're sitting in damp grass yes you know that dampness from coming through and yeah that's nice exactly um I used to be just have like sheets in my back of my car mm-hmm. that we would sit on at the beach and a few things the, a few things that i mean it's better than nothing right mm-hmm. but there were a few downsides to that one i felt like i was always yelling at the kids to stay off the blanket yeah. because they would just <laughs> like the minute wet sandy feet went yeah. on it you couldn't get it off like it was just sand everywhere and then um shaking it off like sand would go everywhere in people's faces and then it would never quite come off yeah. the, the blanket so um last year i actually got a specific beach blanket it's the Eno. Um, I, just, I don't know if it has like a special name, but it's it's E N O is the brand. I think it's like the Eagles Nest Outfitters or something. It is light. It is like this. It Ooh, almost I'm feels like um, that is cute, like parachute material. Okay. Like that, okay. You no, know? mm-hmm. it's super light. It has stakes in the corners, oh, that's so you can great. stake it down. And when you're done, like you can, if the whole thing packs down to a bag that's about I'm gonna say five inches big. Like wow, it's, it's tiny. So it doesn't almost, the sand really does not stick either. The sand really comes off. And if you're around a lot of people, it's really easy to kind of ball and bunch it up and then carry it someplace else on the beach to like, you know, shake it out. And it's so light that if you bring it down to the water, which is often the best place to go shake it out because there aren't as many people around, it just like lifts up in the wind. So you don't have to worry about it dragging in the water. And then even if it did drag in the water, it wouldn't matter because it's so quick dry Dry and it has its own bag. So it almost like it doesn't like sand does not stick to it. But even if it did, I wouldn't care because it's in this contained bag that's not going to be all over the back of my car.
0: That sounds amazing. That sounds like it's going on my list. Um, The last thing I was going to say about sitting on is last summer in our FabFitFun box, we got that Summer and Rose beach towel. I was going to bring that up too. I mean, it is so good. (laughs) And I happened to look just so we could send listeners to the right place other than FabFitFun, which is great. But um, Summer and Rose has their own website and they do have some cute styles on sale right now. It looks like the one we got is sold out but they do have some sale. And I have to admit it was very kind of, it felt very special and indulgent to have my own beach towel. And I don't mm-hmm. usually go swimming in the water. So it was really more of a blanket to sit on. And it's, it's like a microfiber, really thin and bigger. Than, so it's like a cross between a thin towel and a blanket. And it just looks it's cute. Perfect. And even the kids kind of knew it was mine. I love yeah. that. Yes. Um, well, and I love that. Like,
1: so I have, I think I've talked about my fun closet, like, so, I have a yes. closet where I keep all of my outdoor stuff. What I love about that is if I had more than one of those, I could easily fit them all in that closet. Right now, my beach towels, I have that great beach towel. And then I have the other ones are huge. Yeah. They're like, they're thick and they yeah. take up too much space. They take up too much space in the bag. And then when they get wet, they're like
0: heavy and they take up yeah. even
1: more space. So I think I may, I may uh, actually indulge in a few more Summer and Rose yes. towels because they're great.
0: Um, okay. So let's move on in the interest of time. We are moving on from what to sit on to what to put all the stuff in. And this Mm. is a big category. Um, I have a couple I can start. Um, I have two of this bag. It is very inexpensive. I think it's around $15 on Amazon. It's meant for the pool or the beach. It's a big mesh tote bag. Um, but it's not so cheap that it's ever ripped or that it looks really junky. Like it doesn't look like a free bag you got at a conference Mm. somewhere or something like, so, um, I have one for our pool stuff and it always has pool stuff in it. So that would be, we're going to get into this later, but that would be like fins and goggles. Um, Really, mostly fins and goggles. I think there's a snorkel mask in there. Um, oh, some pool toys. I'll get into that in a little bit. But it is pool specific. And the other one is sand toys. Um, in both cases, if the bag itself gets wet, or if there's wet suits or something in there, I don't. I just let it dry naturally. It doesn't ever mm. get gross because it's a it's a nylon mesh. But probably the best feature it has this little completely enclosed small zipper pouch that's on a string attached to the bag so it's not even it's almost like pops out on a string and you can put your keys or your phone or your valuables that's in there nice. so just I always put my key, car keys right at the beach I put my car keys in there right away just because anywhere else you know it's like a nightmare losing lost. car keys yeah. at the beach so um yeah it's great it does and I look- hate when I
1: get sand like in the buttons on my oh, my oh yeah yeah yeah.
0: Yeah. So this yeah. is very protected there. And they I know a couple summers ago they had these bags in a whole bunch of colors right now on Amazon. It looks like there's a couple cute colors. I have one in black and one in a bright green. But I think my favorite thing is like there's no shifting of bags with the pool or the sand toys. They're always mm-hmm. in the in the same one. So like that is it. my first one. I don't know if you have any. Do you have anything to put? Well, stuff in? I just
1: so I, I have a bag that I got um, at the Mom 2.0 conference a few years ago it was like part of the swag that we got. I don't, and I'm, I'll link up a bag that's, oh, that's very cute. similar in, <laughs> um, in the show notes, but like, it's a stand, it's an open, it's like, um, it looks like something you
0: would carry through a market. Yeah. Like a farmer's market, like a farmer's basket market bag.
1: So it, yeah. It's like a basket, but it whole, it stays open. It's made of straw. Um, so it doesn't get wet. And even if it did, you could let it air dry and it'd be fine. And it's easy to see inside cause it's light colored and like light comes through the cracks. And I like how much stuff I can get into it. mm mm-hmm. And I like that it, it's a little more narrow at the bottom. So it, it really sits open very wide. Um, and it's perfect. I, I love that. And I guess my only, I don't really have like, I just use that. Or sometimes if I can't get my, put my hands on it for some reason, I have this one other bag. I guess my, my only piece of advice would be to have a dedicated bag because there's yeah. nothing worse than having like a tote bag. Well, I'm sure there are worse things, but there's, <laughs> when it comes to beach related foibles, yes. there's few things worse then getting a bunch of sand in a bag that you want to use for some other purpose. Yeah. And now it's got a bunch and of sand in it. And it's there forever. It's there forever. Um, yeah.
0: So I have a couple more quick bags to mention, but then I, I also want to talk about these beach wagons. Cause I don't think either you or I have them, but they're very no. popular, but let me mention quickly a couple other bags. So I have an LL bean It's called their boat and tote. If you, it's a canvas tote, it's probably the most classic kind of LL bean tote look. This has been around a long time. It's that kind of preppy um, canvas mm-hmm. with a, a brightly colored strap. Um, funny story. I mistakenly ordered the extra large instead of the large. And when I'd arrived, I was like, how is this even a tote bag? It's so large that it's like t- almost too big for your body to put comfortably <laughs> over a shoulder, but it was a happy mistake because it works. I don't just use it for the beach. I actually would not use it for the pool because it doesn't do great if it's soaking wet, but the yeah. canvas is so thick and so durable. And it's so this particular style the extra large is so big that what I end up, doing is using it um, in the trunk of my car almost as like a storage situation. And then it can pop out and put a bunch of little bags in it. Um, And I can carry it. It's just that's probably the only thing I'm carrying because it's so big. So um, it has proved way more versatile than I thought. And I use it for weekend trips. If I'm too lazy to pack a tiny suitcase and we're driving somewhere, I will just put all of my stuff in that bag. It's just great. And I use it way more than I thought I would because I thought I was getting the size that's more for like a picnic And Mm -hmm. this is too big for that, but it has worked great for the beach and it's really cute. And it's ours says powers on it. And so it's kind of cute and preppy. And then the other one, I'm so glad that a listener in our Facebook group reminded me that if you have those mesh, no, not mesh, nylon ripstop, reusable grocery bags, not the boxy ones that they, you can buy at Trader Joe's, but these are like, they fold up really, really small, like your beach blanket. Mm. Um, and they're made of probably similar, like a nylon rip stop. And so they're super lightweight. They dry really fast and they work great for a pool bag if you're traveling because they take up no space when they're not in use. And then if they get wet, they dry really fast. So it, it might be hard to picture what I'm talking about, but they're these. I think
1: I know what you're talking about. I, I know what the rip stop material is. Yeah. And like they that come in cute stuff,
0: right? Kind of. They they're No, it's softer than that. they come in cute patterns too I feel like it was kind of chic to use them as your reusable grocery bags for a while okay but now everyone uses more of the traditional kind with handles um that are shaped so anyway if you guys don't know what I'm talking about check the show notes link um but it was a great reminder that this is a great small pool bag if you just need some goggles and a couple things um or if you're traveling it's another great one
1: I'm looking at your LL bean bag right now, yeah. and I remember that I also got one of those at the Mom 2.0 conference at one point. Like they give out the best bags, yeah. but Jenna stole it.
0: Oh, party! Foul. I went over to her
1: house, and it was at her house. And I was like, <laughs> "Wait a second, I'm pretty sure that's my bag." But I have so many bags, I really can't complain. So that's
0: really funny. Um, okay, so this the wagons. Do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Do people use? I do. Use okay, can I just be beaches? super
1: honest? Please, they look like torture. Yeah, they I- must they must be great?
0: Okay. Here's my great? theory. <laughs> I'm sure we have listeners being like, they're the best thing ever. And I know in our Facebook group, there's some big fans. Here's what I think happened with my family. We never went to the beach once until my kids were, cause we lived in landlocked Arizona. Um, until my kids were toddler preschooler and you know, first grader. So we missed the stage where we were schlepping like babies and really tiny kids. And we didn't start regularly going to the beach until even a little bit after that, maybe two, five and seven. So by that point, we had kids who could carry, literally carry their own weight and carry their own towels and carry some of their own stuff. So I think the wagons are probably great for certain phases of family life. And I know my in-laws, like Brian's cousins use them with their kids and they'll put like a toddler in the wagon with all the sand toys. It looks really hard to pull that it thing does. up in the sand, and, but it And must also be, where we
1: live, there's a lot of dunes. So I yeah. see moms like, like pulling them up over a dune and I'm just like, oh my goodness, this
0: looks hard. But. But I think there's probably it's like that you know cost benefit analysis like how else do you get else you do it and and once you're there you have all of the comforts of home we're gonna talk about things like shade and toys and like all the things that keep kids safe and happy at the beach and you're in that phase so I think I'm gonna come down on it's probably a great idea I just missed the phase of life where it would have really. Benefited us, and I agree. It looks really hard to drag but, it. Here, the other thing about our beaches—I just interrupted myself—but we live in a place where a lot of the beaches are accessible by either really steep ramps or stairs. You've been mm-hmm. down to Laguna with me, yeah. where you're like winding down weird. Right. So, not all beaches are like that, but a lot of them are. So, I feel like it would almost limit where you could go and access the sand. So, I don't
1: know. Well, and I guess what is the other option? The other option is you just you. Put your baby in a sling or a backpack, mm-hmm. and you bring less stuff. Yeah, or, that's the only other option, really. If you're if you've got a baby or a toddler, yeah. and you have to get down to the beach, and you don't have someone else to help you carry everything, yeah. like your options are limited
0: anyway. Yeah, so maybe and you're, you're going to do a true s- day at the beach, yeah, and you're probably that's what I was going to say, you're probably not going to stay quite as long in that yeah. scenario where you would need all this stuff. So, um, yeah, what we'll do in the show notes and in our blog post is we'll link up a couple that were recommended in our Facebook group since we don't personally have the have the experience but i think it i think it's a cool idea just missed the boat mm. on that one um okay well before we take our break let's talk a little bit about shade is this you are very yeah. fair with with some fair children is this what did you do for shade especially when you were taking a whole bunch of kids to the beach
1: so i just have a regular old i i don't even know the name I, I was gonna go out to the shed and look at the <laughs> the label on my on my umbrella, and then I was like, "Why would I bother?" Yeah. It's like it's it's like dime a dozen. Yeah. I will say, mine tilts, which I think is is yep. really helpful, um, so that you can move it around and block the sun when you want to. Um, I am fair; I don't burn as badly as I used to. So as long as I'm careful not to just like sit like if I was in Florida, I would be a little more careful. Mm-hmm. In Michigan, I kind of know the times I can be yeah. out without worrying too much. And my kids really don't burn too much either. Um, mostly I think we just don't do super long trips, so we kind of rotate under the it's more for comfort. Yeah. Um, And we kind of rotate under the umbrella as needed. Um, But I, I'm i not like brand specific. I do. I only had one summer baby. Every other baby was like a crawling toddler by the time we got to the following summer. Mm-hmm. Um, Except for Clara. She was truly a summer infant. And she did have a tent. And I really okay. did like that. Yeah. We had one. I want to say when the other kids were little, we had something like that. But then they could just crawl out if they wanted to. And often it didn't feel worth. Yeah. Cause they usually wanted to. Yeah.
0: I know. I always see pictures of people napping their babies and toddlers at the beach and just doing these extended beach days. And Mm -hmm. I think it's great. I just didn't, like I said, we didn't have the opportunity to do a lot of that. We did a lot of swimming pools, but those were shorter outings. You would usually go home for a nap or something. Um, Yeah.
1: And even if you have a baby, like who you don't think will nap at the beach, give it a chance because there's something about like the. The fact that the baby's pr- half, like practically naked, mm-hmm. it's warm. White noise. Um, there's the the white, noise. white yeah. noise. and they're tired out because they've been like playing in the sand and like in the sun and there really is something about it that for a lot of babies I think makes them sleepier.
0: Yeah. So Yeah. I love that. Um, we do have the Tommy Bahama umbrella that they sell at Costco every year. And I, I don't know why I waited so long to get it, but I, what I really like about it, it also tilts and it's not terribly huge. So I can manage it myself. I do a lot of quick yeah. trips to the beach where it's just me and the kids, which at these ages is fine, but it still ends up being a lot of stuff. And so I was a little intimidated by setting up an umbrella when I hadn't had a lot of experience doing it and this one's just really easy and it works really well and it's it's very light to carry. Reed usually is the one to carry it to the sand and he's a little guy so he can sling it in its bag over his shoulder. So um, if you've got, you know been eyeing that one at Costco I think it's pretty basic but it definitely gets the job done. Um, in our Facebook group a lot of listeners were recommending the more like sport brella or tent like mm-hmm. um, what's the other one the shade shack. So we'll link up those and again those come recommended but not with our own we experience, but I, but I can see how, how nice those would be for those longer beach days. We are welcoming back Ritual as a sponsor today. Megan, we both try to make healthy choices, but you know, sometimes it's tricky to sort through fact and fiction when it comes to supplements and vitamins to figure out just what they're doing for us. That's why I'm glad Ritual keeps studying their products and sharing the results, especially as it relates to women, since women are the focus of all Ritual's products, including the Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin.
1: Sarah, you and I talk a lot about what a great bonding experience it can be when families explore hobbies together. And that makes me think of our sponsor, Carnegie Hall Kids. Carnegie Hall Kids is a free website for kids ages 5 through 12 to learn about music through fun games and quizzes. And they have so many online resources that can help facilitate music education as a family. So if music and culture are a value in your family, I think this is such an easy way to explore that.
0: Yeah, before we started working with Carnegie Hall kids, I knew about Carnegie Hall because of all the famous artists who have performed there over the last, you know, 100 years or so. And now I think it's so great. They're making all that incredible music and history accessible to kids all over the world for free. Yeah. And with
1: summer break around the corner, moms are always looking for some guilt-free screen options to offer their bored kids. I would suggest Carnegie Hall kids' interactive musical explorers around the world map. It teaches kids different musical traditions like Vietnamese folk, cumbia from Colombia, bluegrass and jazz from the U.S., and a lot more.
0: Yeah, that map is really fun. Well, listeners, whether you're looking for music education you can do as a family or for your kids to explore independently, start the musical journey early and go to kids.carnegiehall.org to check out fun, child-friendly games and quizzes.
1: Okay, so we've established that we sit at the (laughs) beach when we're lucky in the pool um, and that we need to shade ourselves, but yeah. what, and that we need to carry stuff. We've talked about all those things, but then like, what do we do when we get there?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, this has been, um, I think a big shift for my kids in the last couple of years. Cause I feel like in the beginning it was just keeping them safe and making sure no one, you know, got super sunburned or, you know, stung by a bee. It just feels like triage in the little years. Right. Yep. And we've really shifted to where, you know, we were talking earlier about, how long beach days are, are intimidating in the beginning. And now it's like, Oh, we really could go for five hours. No one would complain. No one would, you know, need a nap. And
1: when you can relax and like settle in, there's something really luxurious. About yeah. I really and like
0: those. so that kind of opens the door to recreation. Like what are we doing yeah. while we're there? So I'll mention, it seems like we've been focusing on beach. So I'll start with a swimming pool thing. Um, and that is, I don't know why it took me so long, but on Amazon for $13, there is this grab bag of rings, um, little diving torpedoes. There's even these little sparkly gems that you can put at Mm. the bottom and they'll dive for them. And again, my kids weren't good enough swimmers for this to make sense for a long time, but what I love about it again, very inexpensive. They came in a Ziploc bag that they're, they still are in, in my mesh pool bag. Um, and we, the pool we use most often is at our kind of gym health club. And so they, I think they have rules about, you wouldn't bring like floaties. You wouldn't bring giant inflatable pool toys the way you would in someone's private pool, but these are allowed. And so it just feels like that one, like when the kids are getting bored of splashing around and they've already kind of started getting tired, it feels like this extends the life of their willingness to just play with each other and other kids get involved and it couldn't be simpler, but it was just one of those things where I was like, why don't we own a plastic right. bag full of pool toys? And it's been the, so and, great.
1: And it, I like that. It's like, there's lots because, you know, there's the, they become the most coveted thing. Yes. If there's not enough to go around, oh, or like yeah. there's other kids at the pool who want to play too. Yes. And yes. Those things have a way of kind of dispersing.
0: Yes. And if you lose one, it's not a huge deal, but I have to say my kids have been pretty good. It's like, there's like four torpedoes. They're all different colors. So they know like, Ooh, where's the red torpedo. It's in the corner Mm -hmm. of the pool over there. And there's, you know, five or six rings and then, um, a few other things, but so simple, really good purchase. Um, and then another great one for us has been, you know, the, the ball and catch mitts that are made of really strong Mm -hmm. Velcro where the ball sticks when it lands. So you can buy these that are waterproof. I learned the hard way that they're not all waterproof. They it seemed like we had one that it seemed like would be great for the pool and then it like <laughs> disintegrated in the pool. So then I looked up some that are waterproof. I will link them up and we have them in the beach bag but they're if you're at a swimming pool where it's, you know, safe to throw a ball back and forth, they're also really fun in the pool. Um very uncoordinated people can successfully play catch <laughs> with these things and you just stick your arm out. It makes you feel like a real like baseball player. You just stick your arm out and the ball sticks. Um, really little kids can play with them. We get miles and miles out of these and they're great. Like I said, they're great at the beach. They're great at the park. And if you're at a pool where, you know, you're not going to lob somebody in the head, they are fantastic. So I will link those up too. also very cheap. So those are a couple winners in our house. Cool. Anything for you? Um,
1: Yeah. So, well, first of all, I just want to quickly point out that remember there was an episode I did. We did a long time ago where I I said that the pool or the bathtub is the place that toys go to die. Yes,
0: I love when you said that. Yeah.
1: Um, But that can like almost anything can count as a pool toy or a beach toy. And I remember like cycling some like toys that were just beginning to show their wear to the pool or beach when my kids were littler. And then they would get like new life because suddenly like the Barbie doll that my kids didn't care about at all at home became something to stick in the sand and bury or whatever. Like like those cheap plastic
0: animals, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So
1: almost anything can count as a pool toy. Now some things are going to fill with water, get disgusting, mm -hmm. and then you're going to throw them away. But that's the whole point. mm -hmm. Like these are things that you don't care about. I've on, like in a pinch on my way out of the house, I've grabbed some Tupperware bowls, like just anything, like anything can, anything that you can fill with water and dump or fill with sand or Create shapes in sand with or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like any of those, anything could be a toy. Um, so don't overthink it too much. If especially like if you're in a place where like when you're traveling, I don't think you need to bring all your pool toys with you. Right. Like if you're getting on an airplane. Right. There you're, you're gonna find something at the other end. We have you're played gonna be with <laughs> many a plastic
0: cup in a yeah, hotel exactly. pool. <laughs> Literally, like a
1: plastic cup, like the like a solo cup. Yep. Those can be fun. They usually have them by the Beach pool for water.
0: So yep. in a pinch. Yep.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um we didn't talk a lot about floaties, and I mean both floaty fun things and also floaties for little for little swimmers who aren't quite um you know secure swimmers yet so um I don't really have a super strong opinion my kid my kids all did the simple arm floaties for years and you know they're not life preservers they're there to help them And they're
0: not babysitters and they're not babysitters (laughs) they're just
1: there to kind of help them feel secure and have more fun Um, but we did get a lot we did find value in those when they were little and then one thing I remember having when my kids were little and I lived in an apartment complex that had a pool. This was just maybe when Isaac was a baby. It was one of those mom and baby floaties where you put the baby in the floaty. And then like there's a little seat for the baby. Oh, I've and never seen And then there's these. like a thing to hold on to for mom. Okay. And it's the best. Oh, we we'll like, would just discover these. I would just like lay my head on my arms. And Isaac was totally entertained and, you know, would grab my hair and stuff. But he was having fun. And then I would just float. It's like you're just, you hang on it kind of goes like around your body a
0: little bit okay, so you cannot like, even picture I'm like, like, like if, having look, the hardest time like or okay. something
1: and you're in it um I will link it up in the show notes too okay. but like it's it's like mom and baby facing each other okay mom baby is completely secure in the seat and mom's like upper half of her body okay okay is okay supported by a floaty yes
0: I can see it now I mean and they're I can... super
1: fun like oh really, really fun.
0: That sounds really fun. Okay. Well, I'm glad you brought this up because I did, I I had meant to put it in here, but, um, we did use the puddle jumper, which is a pretty popular, it's the kind of goes all the way around their chest and on their arms for a floaty yeah. only for Violet. And the reason was I was usually, I, I was always in the water with my first two yeah. kids because they were little. So we were in the water together, you know, holding them and supporting them or they were in swim lessons. There was never this like other, but Violet wanted to play with her brother and sister. Yeah. And so we, you know, uh, yes, there are lots of thoughts about floaties. I would say it helped bridge the gap between, you know, safe, independent swimming and me not needing to be physically in the water all the time. Of course, I was still watching with my eyeballs, but um, and it didn't it did not impair her ability to learn to swim. I know that's a concern. That's that's a concern that a swim teacher shared with me early on. And so I kind of worried about that. It did not. She still, you know. Learn to swim properly when she was ready. So that was a good, it it, it was a good like transition thing for us. Um, And then just yesterday I was at the pool and I saw these newfangled, um, not floaties for kids who can't swim, but more like a pool noodle, except it was called a zoodle because it was an animal. And it was this, there was one that was like a Nemo fish and one, but they're long, like a pool noodle, but they were squishy and almost looked like a stuffed animal in the water, but waterproof. They were super cute. And the kids who were using them were like, I don't know, five, six, seven years old. They were independent swimmers, but they were just using them like pool noodles, pool noodles. And I thought they were super cute.
1: You know, what's funny about that with the, 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 isn't there, is there anything that there's not controversy around? I swear, but with My kids, my younger two were both pool timid. Like they just were a little timid about deep, but not even deep water, water that they perceived to be deep. And they were also the youngest. So they really wanted to play Mm -hmm. with their older siblings. And so like, I think for me, it was the bridge, the gap thing. Like my kids did at the age of five or six did not want me in the water holding them. They wanted to be playing. And so anything that kind of made that more possible, whether it was a floaty or a pool noodle, sometimes Because they could kind of swim. They yeah. just didn't quite trust themselves yep. to do it. So something that they could hold onto and float made the whole experience more fun for them. And, and it made it honestly more manageable for me because otherwise taking two kids who really don't want to swim independently to the pool with their three older siblings yeah. would be torture. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Um,
1: one other thing I wanted to, and by the way, I will also say that they are both now confident swimmers. Yeah. So they, they outgrew that hesitance. And I think that making the water fun for them Instead of scary, because otherwise I really think Clara would have just sat on the steps. I don't mm-hmm. think she would have gotten in at all. And, and so that, you I didn't want that.
0: Yeah. And like we talked about recently in our adventure episode, it would have been tasked to you to like push, not physically push her in, but like, you right. know, kind of get her past that where the floaties kind of helped just.
1: They made the water yeah. fun. So yeah. she wanted to. Yes. Exactly. It wasn't me trying to convince her. Um, I wanted to mention one other kind of floaty. <laughs> That isn't, I, I mean, it's it's not something that I think you would use in a pool unless the pool was enormous. Um, no, I don't think you'd use it in a pool. And even the beach, maybe not, but like a like an inland lake kind of thing. Okay. Those big, those big uh, lily pads.
0: Yes, I don't have a lot of experience, but they look really fun.
1: Yeah, so my kids were at a, we were at a friend's lake cottage and they went out on one. And the reason I think it works really well for like an inland lake is because they accessed it from the dock. I'm not sure how easy it would be right to push it out if you started from the beach to push it out deep enough to climb on like i don't know how that would work yeah maybe it would work fine um but when we did it it's very much a lake house thing around here and it's this huge
0: looks like a like a gymnastics mat yep i can i can totally picture it
1: and it floats on the water and it makes like big kids want to get in and play Mm -hmm. when sometimes they're like whoa you know not Mm -hmm. not into it i think in a pool it wouldn't work because it would be very hard the whole point is you push everyone
0: off Right. It would be dangerous because <laughs> you would, be you would never you be far enough from the right. real edge or the steps yeah. or something. Yeah.
1: Yep. Well, that does. Sound um, and Sarah, I did write that if you want to look in the show notes, I did link up one of those mommy and baby. Check it out really quick. Okay, I want yeah, to hear looking, what you think. In
0: real time. In real time. Oh, that's Sarah's really cute. Isn't it? Yeah. So
1: like, yeah, it is so relaxing and fun. And like mom and baby are having fun together, but you don't have to stand there and carry a baby <laughs> the whole time. I love that mom.
0: Like that mom in the stock photo is awesome. I bet you I looked know. like that with your sleek ponytail. Oh, of
1: course I did. Your
0: perfect tan. I've, and
1: Every day. Every day. <laughs> I looked like a 25 year old, you know, a 25 year old with no kids every day. Yeah. So. That's so
0: funny. <laughs> um, The the baby half of that looks very much like a floaty that we had from for our infants in Arizona, um, and it just like you said, then it's just like the mom attachment, so yep, yeah, totally um okay, so I want to move on, and our last couple categories are kind of we're moving into more miscellaneous tips, but what about packing food i don't okay I, I have a couple I can start if you want I have a couple quick thoughts um one is pack more food than you think, mm-hmm. especially if there will be access to overpriced expensive ice yeah. cream and snacks because Everyone suddenly is they're ravenous. They are yeah. all of a sudden so <laughs> hungry. Um, so one of my kind of goals this summer is to just stock up on some snacks that are maybe a little bit more treaty as my kids would say, like a treat snack that we only have when we go to the pool or the beach. And that way I'm kind of meeting them halfway. Like we're bringing our own, let's say it's a bag of potato chips or something that I wouldn't just probably let them have. At home but then it feels like a treat to take it to the beach mm. so pack more than you think I am so strict when we get to the beach not the pool but the beach about I am the only one who goes into the food bag and I will distribute it yeah to you it's like I turn into this like cafeteria lady like you go rinse out in the ocean get dry sit down on your towel and put Hold your hands, hands out like yep. Oliver Twist yes. and I will come because
1: otherwise yeah. they put their disgusting <laughs> yes. wet sandy hands in the food and then it's ruined
0: i'm so glad you see where i'm coming from here yeah so, no 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 this yeah. is
1: not so this is not a like <laughs> this is not a control thing the, this is like
0: it's disgusting yes otherwise. and it's, it will ruin an entire bag of pretzels or chips or whatever cheese it's are the ones
1: that get oh. the most ruined like because cheese it's you guys like cheese it's are you yep, i like Cheez-Its. yeah they somehow manage to like not only soak up more water than you would think but something about a, a A Cheez-It at the beach is like the grossest thing, even though I love Cheez-Its. So, no, I'm with you on that. Yeah. And you you
0: do learn that certain foods are... Uh, easier to get unsandy. So grapes work yes. really well. I was just going to say,
1: you have to be really careful about what you pack,
0: right? Like sliced apples don't work so well because no. a grain of sand and your kid yep. will freak out, but grapes work great because you could splash a little water like from a water bottle on them and they'll rinse off. So grapes yeah. are great. Um, I will link up, we've talked about lunch packing before. I'll link up those easy lunch box bento boxes. I actually use them more for beach and pool days than I do for the school year. Cause you can stack two or three, and I will pack my kids a full lunch. And then, like I said, just distribute at mealtime with, you know, much, much strictness and pomp and circumstance. So that was my, that's my main thing. Yeah. That's
1: what I do too, except a little bit differently. So, um, I use those little simple fold over sandwich bags Okay, and I individually portion stuff. Typically if I have the time, if I don't have the time and I just grab a big, of grapes and a box of crackers, then I just have to do the work. I have to do more work. Yeah. And more the sand
0: and more sand.
1: Exactly. But otherwise then the kids kind of are in charge of their own portion. So if they want to get sand in it, then that's, I guess their, <laughs> their business. Um, okay. So I like to treat a day at the beach as like a full experience. I tend to bring a book and magazines and food and all the different things. And one of the things I love to have is music. So I bring a mini speaker. Um, we have a boom speaker. That's kind of it's waterproof, which makes it nice for the beach, but it's kind of big and heavy in the bag, but they have one that's actually small and kind of made for being more portable and to take to places like that. So I will link that up in the show notes. Um, it's called the boom swimmer duo. It's dirt proof, shock proof, waterproof.
0: Oh yeah. That is a great idea. I love that. Everything is better with music. Um, so lastly, I put this on our outline and I realized you didn't, you said you didn't really have any, but I have a few fails that are just things we have bought to go to the beach or pool and thought they were going to be great and they didn't work out so well. So listeners, you will have to let me know if maybe you disagree, but the first one, I, this was all my husband. He found a mesh beach blanket that supposedly doesn't get Sandy, which like, Why would you go to the beach if you don't want to get sandy? I mean, we've discussed that it's best to keep sand off the blanket if possible, but this is almost like a contraption and it's basically two layers of kind of uncomfortable mesh and the sand supposedly gets through the bottom layer, but as they kind of rub up against each other, it never gets to the top layer. It's almost like sand resistant. So Brian got it. We've kind of laughed about it. I just feel like it's one more thing to take to the beach to solve a problem I don't really have. So that was one. (laughs) Um, and then I don't know about your kids, Megan, but my kids think they want to snorkel. We went to Hawaii a couple of spring breaks ago. Um, they kind of practiced. And so we bought a snorkel set that, you know, wasn't like super cheap and nobody ever uses it. It it weighs down the swim bag. So I'm not going to say it's a fail because maybe maybe we'll get into snorkeling at some point. But I feel like there's like four or five parts and pieces. And who wants to wear a snorkel mask? Nobody wants to wear a snorkel mask. It's it's uncomfortable. They don't like yep. that it covers their nose. Um, So that is just kind of weighing down the bag, literally. And then um, lastly, remember those mermaid tails were kind of fun um, for a while. So it's a, if you're not familiar, it's a, it looks like you can turn yourself into a mermaid. It's a swimsuit material that you pull on and there's kind of plastic fins at the bottom. And I think they were made for Instagram. Maybe they're made to look really cool. They're very hard to get on. Um, they're not cheap and, um, we did get Allegra one. I think it's been used like once also they're not allowed at all pools. So that was also kind of a fail because they weren't allowed at all the pools that we were able to go to. So those were things that were total strikeouts in my family.
1: Okay. That is so fascinating. I've really, I've been really curious about those, um, mermaid tails, but to me, they feel like, like once you have them on, I would start to panic and feel like if I didn't move my body a certain way, I would just sink. So yes. <laughs> I'm actually not surprised that some pools. Don't allow them.
0: Yeah. Okay. So before we wrap up, we are doing what we've been doing every Tuesday the last few weeks. And that is our cue it up segment where we recommend another episode for you to go listen to right now. Now, typically we recommend one of our oldie but goodie episodes from our archives, but lately we have been shining the light on fellow podcasters in the kind of parenting space that we're in. So Today, I want to make sure you guys are listening to What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Amy and Margaret um, are good friends of ours. We've talked about their show many times. They are both comedians and moms of three. They are very funny, but they also have very different personalities, kind of like Megan, you and I do. They won the 2018 Iris Award for Podcast of the Year. They also have a hilarious live show that's touring the country, so you should definitely check out if Amy and Margaret are coming to a town near you. It would make a super fun mom's night out. Um, So you can find What Fresh Hell Podcast wherever you are listening to The Mom Hour or you can go to whatfreshhellpodcast.com and check it out.
1: Yeah, definitely check out Amy and Margaret. They are so fun and we love their show. Well, this has been really fun, Sarah. I love talking about going to the beach and the pool. It makes me want to go to the beach or the pool. Um, And I hope that everyone enjoys the suggestions that we've gave. We would love to hear from you too if you have suggestions um, and products to recommend. And we'll talk to you soon. i Margaret Abels, I'm a mom of three, and I'm kind of like a laid-back, I'm-sure-everything-will-work-out-just-fine kind of a mom.
0: I'm Amy Wilson. I'm also a mom of three, but I'm a little more of a planner, a header, expert researcher, think-about-it-all-really-hard kind of mom. You're a book reader.
1: You love your books. I love my books. Together we host the What Fresh Hell, Laughing in the Face of Motherhood podcast. Where every week we take our totally opposite parenting approaches and solve a parenting dilemma. We've solved travel sports. We've solved picky eaters. Yes. We've solved keeping your marriage alive while living with uh, small maniacs, which was an important one. That was
0: very important.
1: And we do it all
0: with a little advice and a lot
1: of laughs, plus some interviews with the experts. You can subscribe to What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you get your podcasts. Or you can find us at
0: whatfreshhellpodcast.com. Guess what, Megan? Over 10,000 teens are already using our sponsor, Erica, to help them unplug. Tell your teens about Erica and save 20% on the Erica family plan with promo code, the go to Erica.app and search for plans. That's Erica with a K E R I K A dot A P P and use code, the mom hour to save 20%. Megan, you know what I love about our partner, the essential calendar. I love the product so much, of course, but I also love that it comes from a small business founded by two moms,
1: right? Just like us. Listeners, if you're drowning in details right now, like summer camps, travel plans, end of school year mayhem, give yourself the gift of the Essential Calendar, a seasonal at a glance poster sized calendar for your wall. Get 10% off your order at theessentialcalendar.com slash themomhour. That's 10% off at theessentialcalendar.com slash themomhour.